right, check, check. This is Julian's podcast. I don't know if that's what I'm going to name it yet, but <laughs> that's what I'm starting out with here. So, uh, yeah, welcome to anyone who is deciding to listen. Um, appreciate it. Uh, I'm not sure why you chose to listen, but it doesn't really matter. Um, I'm making this podcast for a few reasons. Um, one of those is that I need to talk. I need to talk out loud. I need to express my thoughts and my feelings in kind of like the real physical world because when they get all clogged up inside my head, they are confusing. And I think my brain moves really, really quickly. And so uh, things can get, you know, tangled up in there and then I can feel kind of confused and uh, not as good as I think I can feel. So here I am um, making this podcast because of that. And uh, this is actually my second take of this podcast. Um, I did a great one yesterday and then I listened back to it and realized that like there was so much background noise. Like I was just like messing around with the bottom of my microphone my microphone I was messing around with it and it was like creating all this background noise and um like part of me wanted to post it but it's probably just going to be like unlistenable for a lot of people because I was listening to it and I was like oh cool listening back to what I was hearing and then started hearing this background noise and I was like god please stop please stop please stop and it just kept going so I'm um, I'm recording this one instead kind of as a redo um and I hope it's worth it. It will be worth it. We're going to speak it into existence. And so same as I did on the last one, I'm going to read out this little notepad file that I have on my computer that I wrote. Um, I wonder if I can see when I wrote this. I wonder if I can like click properties or something. It doesn't really matter, but now I'm interested. When did I make this? On June 24th at 1123 in the morning. I wrote this down. I was feeling awfully inspired. This is kind of when I first, I'd been thinking about doing a podcast for a little bit, um, but this is when I first kind of decided that, yeah, I'm doing this. This is for the greater good. There is a higher purpose to what I want to do with this. Um, so this little notepad, it's a bit of a ramble. Sorry, it's a bit of a ramble and it kind of goes up, down, sideways, left and right by the end of it. But uh, it's kind of a snapshot of what I was thinking in that moment. And so I'm just going to read it out. It may sound robotic because it's pre-written, but um, yeah. So uh, the title is, What is the Purpose of This Podcast? And this is me trying to like figure it out. Um, to express the truth of my reality with complete honesty. And I hope to inspire others to be upfront with how they feel, what they think, and why that might be the case. I want to promote open dialogue fueled by curiosity in a judgment-free environment. Let's, ex <laughs> Let's explore who we are and why we are. Let's dissect situations, thought patterns, daily habits, and interests. Why do I do this? Why do I say this? Why does this situation or person make me feel this way? These are all questions. <laughs> Sorry, I just realized I spelled these, T-H-E-Z-E -E in here. Anyways, doesn't matter. These are all questions I tend to ask myself quite frequently as I learn to navigate changing environments, doing my best to maintain true to myself through them all. Like everyone else, I am not perfect. 
I make mistakes and I sometimes operate and speak in ways that don't necessarily align with my core beliefs and values. It takes practice, courage, 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 creativity, reflection, and discipline to cement oneself into truth and presence. On the other side of the coin, this practice requires patience, forgiveness, and empathy towards oneself as the journey unfolds and lessons are learned. Excuse me while I put on my blue light blocking glasses, realizing my monitor is very bright, and I want to go to bed shortly after making this. Um, sorry, <laughs> that was taking me a moment. I had to wipe them clean. Um, where was I? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, uh, it takes practice, courage, creativity, reflection, and discipline to cement oneself in truth and presence. I already said that. On the other side of the coin, this practice requires patience, forgiveness, and empathy towards oneself as the journey unfolds and lessons are learned. There is no point in beating yourself up over something undesirable you may have done or said. Or perhaps you didn't say or do anything when it would have been beneficial for you to do so. By acknowledging and reflecting, you are better prepared for the next instance in which your input matters. It may take multiple occasions for you to learn what to do or say in a particular circumstance, but you will not make progression towards your ideal future and self if you do not try. Failing is essential. It can be daunting to approach a situation where failure might be likely. Fear of what others think or fear of messing things up, they can keep us from learning lessons that build the next step towards self-improvement. There is no failure without lesson, and there is no lesson without failure. I'm sure some of us think the same thing when hearing my philosophical rambling, that it's easier said than done. And of course it is. Everything is easier said than done. What we say means next to nothing, unless it is a reflection of what we do. I do not want to speak from a pedestal, or like I'm some godly, all-knowing life preacher. I'm guilty of discrepancies between my words and actions. The important thing to do is aim for an ideal self and despite our shortcomings, maintain relentless focus and pursuit towards the life we wish to build. Aim for the stars and you'll land on the moon, if you will, and maybe you'll even make it to the moon. Then you can set your sights on Andromeda and maybe you'll land on a star. Let's remind ourselves not to set boundaries or limits on our potential. You hear me? We can never know our absolute reach unless we strive for astronomical heights. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Proud of myself for writing that one down, I like it. Um, sorry, I'm making a lot of desk noise right now. Trying not to do that again. Um, but yeah, I hope that kind of gives a bit of a look into why I feel like I'm making this podcast and moving forward in next episodes, uh, I'll probably be talking about, um, I'll just be talking about what's going on with me, uh, how it makes me feel and the things I've been doing to feel good through kind of everyday circumstances, you know, whether it be work or interactions with the people I live with or interactions out in public, um, you know, just basic like perception of life, perception of the moment, um, being present, you know, all that kind of good stuff. And um, yeah, so I actually have been putting off doing this podcast for a little while. Uh, I've been telling people about it, which sometimes I think is self-defeating before like you actually do it because you're telling people about it, you're telling people about it. And then even though they might not even be thinking about it, there's kind of like this expectation in the back of your head, you know, are people expecting this or, uh, oh, there's a lot of pressure to make this good. 
um, which isn't really true, you know, it just is what it is. And uh, yeah, yesterday I was just kind of feeling down, feeling out of it. I've been scrolling on my phone way too much lately and uh, kind of feeling like autopilot, a little bit of zombie style. And at one point I just said, fuck it. I put my headphones on, I plugged this microphone in and I just started talking and just like faking the podcast sort of just like I didn't think I was actually going to continue with it I just wanted to do kind of like a sound test and uh, I ended up just talking straight for like 30 minutes and made like a pretty fucking awesome episode but (laughs) all the background noise (laughs) just like it's so trash Uh, but it's okay it's okay because it was fun and um, even though I'm not going to post it or maybe I will if like anyone asks me to because it's cool some funny stuff in there, I think, um, I forget what I was saying, my mind literally just went blank, uh, yeah, anyways, I'm not gonna post it, but, um, oh, yeah, um, it was beneficial for me to do it, even though I'm not gonna post it, probably, and people won't hear it, just because the act of speaking out loud and speaking the mind and kind of getting it jumped and kick-started into this kind of role that I'm on right now, because before I started this, before I started recording, I was like, fuck, what am I going to talk about, you know, um, because I really don't talk like this a lot lately, um, there's certain people I can talk like this with, and, um, (laughs) I don't even know what like this necessarily means, but I, if you know, you know, I guess that sounds so pretentious, but, um, you know, like, there's just certain people who you can have a real kind of genuine conversation with, and, uh, one of those people is myself. I can talk to myself for a long time if I really get going. Um, like I said before, my brain moves, like, a mile a minute, and I think I need to express it more, because it's like, if you imagine, like, (laughs) a jar of bees, you know, one bee in there is okay, Um, But if you have 23 years of bees being stacked up, then uh, it may be hard to keep track of which ones are the good bees. I don't know if this is making any sense. Anyway, so for me, speaking is releasing these proverbial bees, and um, which need to be released, but then also keeping the ones that are good and are helpful and maybe want to stay in this hypothetical jar that I'm thinking of. But... Yeah, so this podcast is basically just as much for me as it is for anyone listening. And uh, the premise of this podcast, which I didn't really mention, or I mentioned slightly in the notepad file, is that, you know, I want to inspire other people to feel comfortable having um, open and honest, vulnerable conversations. So, um, because that's not something that I find with most people like it's not even just people my age um it's most people i think um maybe i'm just ignorant because i don't have a lot of life experience but um yeah uh i just want to inspire people to say what's on their mind freely and not feel like you know that makes their person or character any any different you know like we all have to express how we feel to figure it out and to make things better. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping to inspire maybe more specifically like younger men. Um, 
not that like I don't want to inspire everyone else, but that's probably just who's going to relate to me more. But if you're, you know, of not a young man and you relate to this, then that's great. You know, um, there's probably stuff in here that everyone can relate to. Um, so, yeah, or I hope there will be stuff in here everyone can relate to. I'm sure because we're all, you know, the same species having a experience on the same planet. So some of these things are bound to line up, even though the content and matter of our lives may be vastly different. You know, we can all relate to that good tasting snack at the end of the day. And, you know, sometimes I think that's the only thing that matters. Um, but yeah, so um, I have a couple of little like <sighs> topics here, um, just little like ideas um, because I feel like I'm like running out of brain stuff right now. Yesterday I was just on a roll, but right now it's just not as much. Um, uh, I should probably take notes before and then read them off to like jog my memory while I'm doing this. I see a lot of podcasts doing that. Um, okay. I'm getting some ideas while I'm sitting here, but anyways, first off, um, some things I was thinking about lately were non-human inspirational figures. And one of those for me, which has been accumulating for a while and strengthening is the wisdom of trees. And I'm definitely not the only one who probably notices this, but you know, sometimes when I'm walking in one of these forest trails or, you know, even just seeing the tree on my front lawn, you know, you can kind of extrapolate its life and its movement and its growth and kind of relate to it in human terms. So, you know, these trees, they can grow so high and become so beautiful and lush and, you know, they don't have self-limiting beliefs about how high they can grow or how wide or how much sun they can soak up or how strong they can be, you know? They just do it because they can. And I think, you know, we can all relate to that. Why do we set self-limiting beliefs? So many people I know are like, ah, oh, no, I can't do that, you know? No, just because I can't, you know? I don't have it in me. Um, uh, you know, this belief that um, we were born lesser than those who are doing the things that we want to do, it's, um, it's ingrained in people's brains. And, you know, it's still partially ingrained in my brain. And that's something that I have to like, um, I have to really focus on reversing that kind of, um, habitual thought, uh, because I know I can do great things if I just put the time and effort and focus into it. Um, I know that's the reality of it. You know, anyone who's ever done anything great, you know, they didn't sit around and doubt themselves all day. They just said, fuck it. You know, maybe I can actually do this. You're like, yeah, I'm going to do this or I'm going to try. And I don't care what happens, but what matters is that we try because in trying you're living and, uh, yeah, yeah. It feels good to try. It feels good to experiment and to make something. And that's how I feel right now. Talking into this microphone. I feel, I feel good. I feel good. I don't feel like as, um, maybe like pr thought productive as I have in previous days where like, you know, when I wrote down this notepad in the first place, um, 
I just felt like I could talk for like hours. And now I feel like I'm working a little bit harder to come up with things to say, but it's okay because it's all part of the process. So we're not going to judge ourselves. Um, yeah. And yeah, so uh, back to tree wisdom. Um, yeah, so these trees don't have self-limiting beliefs, you know. Um, you'll see a tree knocked over and the roots almost completely out of the ground, yet it's still pushing up little <laughs> like sapling branches out towards the sun to gather light. I mean, they don't give up. Or you see trees that were planted on a slope, you know, against the odds. And the thing just like curves up straight into the sky, still reaching, still aspiring for life and for health. And I don't know, like, maybe it's just a factor of society and human evolution that's that's ripped this striving aspiring uh state of mind from us but you know i think that that's something that we can return to you know that's something that we have a right to is to you know um really try and you know not not doubt ourselves it always comes back to like doubting ourselves you know i i've doubted myself my entire life and you know to be fair i want to acknowledge that uh, compared to a lot of people i've had a very very easy comfortable privileged life um i wouldn't be able to do anything that i'm doing right now or you know have the peace of mind that i feel like i've found now or you know the experience that i'm having now i just moved out to the west coast um i, I couldn't do any of that without number one my parents who have just you know they've just been uh, a wind at my back my entire life just so encouraging and providing for me before ever providing for themselves not that they don't provide for themselves but you know i've been put first um by them for a long time and um i <laughs> yeah i want to say and i feel like i can confidently say that it's paying off and uh, I'm really proud to be their son and I'm really fortunate to have parents as amazing as I do and if you happen to run into one of my parents then you have been blessed so um, yeah so I want to get that out of the way I have had it very easy um, on the other side of that I've also had my share of depression and suicidal thoughts and feelings and feelings of despair and self-doubt for a long time and you know i've just i've spent a long you know long for me i guess you know everything i say about how hard of a time or how maybe like negative i felt in the past knowing that other people have it much worse i almost feel guilty talking about it but it's my life experience so i'm just going to share how it felt about me i just want to put like a disclaimer out there that i do understand that a lot of people have had it harder and still do have it harder and will have it harder than me um i hope the road noise outside is not too bad anyways um yeah so i i, I doubted myself for a long time i mean uh switching schools at a young age was something difficult for me and you know, I was always worried about, like, how to fit in and who I was going to be, and, 
Um, it wasn't so bad in elementary, you know, I, I got on and uh, made some friends, made some great friends, some really important friendships and relationships. And, uh, and then high school, you know, um, I don't ever want to regret anything, but I kind of, I kind of let myself get really down in high school. And, um, you know, I think I was, I was looking for reassurance and purpose in other people as opposed to in what I did with my time or in myself. And so, you know, that caused me to go into a pretty deep depression when one of my relationships ended and I just had, you know, tons of negative thoughts about myself myself. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> Sorry if my mic's clipping, I'm getting loud, but like, yeah, myself. It's funny that I said that by accident, but it's probably true that I had multiple feeling selves. Um, yeah, so, you know, that just goes to show how normalized it is and how, you know, someone like me who's been given what some other people wish they had can still fall into a deep depressive state. Um, and I don't, as you know, it's not at the fault of my parents and, you know, it's almost pointless to even, uh, ponder on whose fault it is. Cause it's not really anyone's fault. It's just the way things happen. And, you know, um, it was necessary that I went through that. So that, you know, I eventually like got to a point where I was just so like frustrated with my life and so you know just like I guess embarrassed about who I was it was the like it was about last year like early 2021 where another relationship of mine ended and I kind of remembered or tried to remember or tried to honestly discover and figure out you know what it meant to actually like take care of myself and figure out what I liked and what was important to me. And so that kind of kickstarted it. And there's another kind of eureka moment I had when it was probably in 2021 early or maybe late 2020 where, you know, I'd be, I'd spend a ton of time playing video games. I've played so many video games ever since I got a PlayStation in grade seven or eight you know, me and my friends have been gamers and that is where a majority of our, I don't want to say of our friendship because we spent a lot of time and had a lot of great times together in person, but I think we probably spent more time together, like on a, on a call playing video games than in person together, which may or may not be true with certain friends because certain friends I've spent a lot of time with, whether it's like at school or extracurricular activities, sports, um, just general hanging out, work, you know, jobs, that's a lot of hours too, but I really just want to emphasize how many fucking video games I've played and for how long, and just, you know, I really, you know, enjoyed it, I think, and there were, there were moments where I was like, man, do I even like playing this, like, what is, what am I getting out of this, like, most of the time I just get frustrated and angry about, you know, if I was doing poorly on the video game, or, uh, you know, if I was doing well and having, you know, I was very like competitive cause it was like call of duty. So it was more competitive rather than like a happy go lucky video game where you can kind of just joke around. I mean, you can joke around with your friends and have fun, but you know, I got very competitive and very focused and, um, 
you know, there's some points where like my self-worth was tied to this game and I'd get like really frustrated and feel really bad about myself if I was like, man, I can't even play video games. Um, anyways, I'm going off on a tangent. Um, the point is, is I had this eureka moment where I sat down and said, okay, what am I the best at? What is my mastery and what have I, you know, what skills have I gained throughout this journey of life you know this once in a literal lifetime opportunity to be an accumulation of atoms sitting here thinking for oneself aware of one's existence and the answer was video games was the best thing that i was at it was the thing i was best at and that just like i just felt so like embarrassed about myself and just like oh wow (laughs) you know like just it just really hit and I was like that's not what I want for myself there is so much more fulfilling and cool things to do in life for me at least um and I'm sure a lot of other people and you know I just I don't want to offend anyone by saying like you know being good at video games like really just isn't important and fulfilling but I might like die on that hill because I don't know like what argument could be for that. But if you have one, feel free to message me and change my mind because uh, I'll probably often say some arrogant or um, just like um, ignorant, maybe is what I meant to say, thing and um, some belief I hold or some idea I have and I could just be totally wrong. So uh, please feel free to correct me in a uh, private message or in a public message. I don't really care. Um, yeah, tell me what you think. Um, I don't even know what is going on about. I'm just rambling, kind of going off top. But um, I think the point I was getting at is that, you know, it's very normal to have these self-limiting beliefs, but we can look all around us and see kind of inspiring beings um, and trees being one of them, you know, and not only are they strong and not only are they patient, which is another thing, you know, they're in no hurry to get to a certain height at a certain time. I mean, I'm sure, you know, um, I'm sure, you know, you know, you hear on like, uh, uh, nature documentaries. It's like the young sapling needs to grow this fast before the canopy closes and it can get enough light. And it's like, yeah, you know, I'm sure it is trying, but you know, is it going to be upset if it doesn't quite reach that height? No, it's just kind of, doing what it does and wherever it happens to grow to it happens to grow to and you know um (laughs) i don't think it has any negative thoughts about itself for that and so there's no reason that we should not that we're trees but you know i think that there's traits that they have that you know we can learn from we can anthropomorphize these things to you know learn about ourselves. I think, I think that's a handy tool. I think it's fun. I think it's silly and I think it's helpful. Um, another one is, uh, birds. I really like birds. Um, my, I, I, I work with birds for a living right now, which is funny to say for a living. Cause it's like, I sound like I've been like in this for years or whatever, but I'm working my first paid job with birds, which is an absolute, um, privilege and I am so very lucky to do what I do it's a beautiful thing it's really fun it's really interesting you meet a lot of great people and I'll probably talk more about it on another episode but 
The point I'm making, sorry, I think I have to burp. <sighs> Hope you didn't hear that one. I'm not cutting it up. Um, birds, and more specifically, bird athletics. So we're gonna we're gonna rule out like juvenile birds who just came out of the nest. Um, when you see a bird, I mean, like very rarely do you see a bird that is not in peak athletic performance. You know, like these birds can flawlessly land on a branch. These birds can flawlessly hover in place. They can, predatory birds can catch other birds out of midair. I mean, if you've ever tried to like track a bird through binoculars or even just guess where it's going, you know how difficult that can be. Meanwhile, this bird, this predatory bird literally has to fly and anticipate its prey and where it's going to fly to. And birds are so fast. It's, it's, it's incredible. And, um, you know, they're just so agile and they're so precise and like, especially hummingbirds are like, you know, pretty much every bird, they're like all professional athletes. And it's not because, you know, some of them are more gifted genetically than others. I'm sure some of them are. Um, but you know, the birds that are gifted genetically, uh, I don't know, bald eagle or whatever. It's like, sure, it can soar around, but um, how can you compare that to a hummingbird? You can't because they're for different things and they're just built for different purposes and different skills. So, you know, a hummingbird is more nimble and precise and it provides a different, you know, um, um, it provides a different balance to the ecosystem. It's a pollinator, you know, it's providing for people by what it does. And, you know, bald eagles and prey or in, and, uh, birds of prey are, you know, they're providing, but just in a different way. It looks so different, but it's all part of the cycle and reciprocation that all animals contribute. And so I think it's silly of us to think we are any different or any removed from this because we have removed ourselves through the lives that we've created, the cities that we've built, and the isolation that we perpetrate. And um, yeah, so you know, when I look at wild animals, they're almost always in peak athletic shape and performance. And so um, I've realized that I have no excuse not to be in peak athletic shape and performance. So I've recently, semi-recently, maybe in the last year or so, been really kind of interested in working out and optimizing my body and optimizing um, my health and nutrition and uh, just trying to push it to be everything that it can be because I know it can be more than it is and I think we can all kind of strive for that so I think that that's inspiring I find inspiration from that when I see wild animals and I go you know what if I wasn't you know in this um, built-up city you know and I was like 200,000 years ago where presumably humans were very similar in um, brain size and body and like they look the same uh, you can fact check that. I don't know how true it is, but I've heard it. Um, you know, people would be in the peak athletic shape that they need to be to provide for the colony and the community. So, um, you know, technology and, uh, civilization has advanced a lot faster than our bodies, minds, and brains have. So all this stimulus and all this jargon and, um, you know, this like egoic society that we've created is just like weighing us down and pulling us away from the animal that we are because we are an animal and we like to think of ourselves as more and separate but we need to remember um 
we need to remember that part of us because that part of us is still very real and it's it's in control of uh you know most of our functions you know how many people even know about their circadian rhythm and how it's affected and how it affects their body i mean i couldn't tell you exactly but you know your body wants to go to sleep when the sun goes down and the blue light's gone yet everyone stays up at night when it's dark out looking at a blue light screen with blue light lamps on and um your body still thinks it's daytime. I mean, you know in your brain and in your egoic mind that it's nighttime, but your body thinks it's daytime. And uh, I just find that so interesting. And so um, I've been really interested in learning about how to take care of my sort of <laughs> monkey brain and monkey body, um, you know, and kind of realizing what it is. And, you know, this is a monkey brain and a monkey body that I have you know and um I want to use it to its full extent and I want to treat it the way it's meant to be treated um and that includes exercise and uh, a fairly strict diet um and then also taking care of my mind because you know everywhere you look there's something trying to grab the attention of your monkey brain you know whether it's signs or commercials or music or people or you know conversations and stuff they're just you know some conversations are just you know it's fine um but some conversations are just like if you're if your ego is like a hungry fish some conversations are like a wiggling worm on the surface of the water and like you can feel yourself wanting to take part <laughs> and uh, uh, we must resist um, that temptation, I think, because it just pulls us back into um, a state of mind that I don't think is beneficial. I'm being very vague. Um, I, I wish I could. Um, what's the word? elaborate on that a little more but the thought has come and gone and i hope what i said still means something um and i hope the audio quality on this episode is relatively good um if you do listen to this you'll probably notice i get distracted a lot i go on tangents a lot and i think you know like i've said before it's because my brain moves really fast um and most of the day i keep it all inside my brain which isn't good so here I am getting it out of my brain to slow my brain down and that way I can feel more certain about the things I say and the things I feel and figuring them out. So, uh, yeah, um, I might end this one here. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll say that for next one. Um, I'm going to end this one here. If you've been listening, thank you for listening um if you haven't been listening <laughs> thank you for being you um one thing i want to say that i said at the end of the other podcast um that i hope you know makes whoever's hearing this feel a little better is that there are people out there who don't even know you who are rooting for you and it's a bit of a strange concept why would they be rooting for you um because we are 
We are beings that have to rely on each other for everything, almost. For company, for love, for laughter. And those things, you know, to a degree you can create for yourself and by yourself, but uh, we're very much social animals. And, uh, you know, I think in our hearts and at our core, we all want the best for everyone. And so if you're listening to this, I want the best for you, whatever that is. Um, it takes a while to figure that out, or maybe you already know. But uh, yeah, I'm rooting for you. I hope you had a great day today. And if it wasn't super great, that's okay, because there are more days to come. And um, there's another breath to take. When I wake up in the morning, just try to think about how good it feels to be able to take a nice deep breath, just bringing in the oxygen molecules hanging around your room, and they fill your lungs, and they flow through your blood, and they fill your brain, and they fill your cells with energy, and um, it's just incredible to be able to do that, you know, go look at the stones and rocks outside, they can't do that, it's pretty cool that you can, so yeah, thanks for listening, Um, I'm going to end this with some positive affirmations um you can stay for these or you don't have to up to you if you think they're silly that's fine um i think they're very helpful they're kind of just saying things that are positive um things that um you want to improve on or things that you want for yourself and so you basically just speak as if you have these things and by doing so you will you know um, accumulate more positive thoughts in your brain, which will make you feel like these things are more attainable. So I'm just going to, I have a big list of them here, but I'm just going to read a few of my favorite. I bring love and light to everyone that I meet. Um, whatever is meant to be shall be. I effortlessly achieve anything I put my mind to. Life is incredible every day. And this one is one of my favorites. My body and mind are vessels and tools for consciousness. So I'll elaborate on that one slightly before I end this off. Um, Your body and mind are tools and vessels for consciousness with enough practice and enough discipline and determination you can be the master of your mind and body you can alter your thoughts you can notice when you have bad thoughts and will yourself to think a good thought in its place and maybe another bad thought will come but the more that you just you know fight that evil part of your brain with good thoughts the uh the more that they'll start to be in there by themselves and they'll just appear by themselves and uh your body as well we have full autonomous control of our bodies i'm gonna go on a rant here if i if i'm not careful so i'll end this here we're almost at 40 minutes if you have sat through this whole thing uh bless your soul thank you so much um there's a lot i want to say right now but i'll save it for the next one um thank you Hope you have a great day or a great night. Peace and love.